Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a day or two. Um, yeah, it sure has. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back, everybody. Travis, welcome back. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and welcome back to you, sir. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, you're welcome. We we we've been gone for a little while. Uh, mainly to do with the uh, well, first the writers' strike, and then. Uh, after that was the actors strike mm-hmm. and then that kind of you know lifted while they were getting ready to ratify a contract and everything and then uh let's see here what was it it was uh we weren't really ready for the first week second week i got sick yep and then uh schedules got kind of weird and then yep. you got sick yep and then here we are. <laughs> and here we are. We're back. Yep. Yep. Uh, feels good, man. Feels good. Uh, it sure does. And you do sound uh, a little bit different, but that's because you have a new phone, right? I do have a new phone and uh, new headphones, and uh, I, I may sound a little bit different, but still same old Travis. So get ready, people. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That should be fun. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Travis. Yes, sir. Before we get into any of the stuff that we have, the very, mm-hmm. very long list of stuff that we have for this uh, for this week, uh-huh. um, <laughs> seen any good uh, movies recently? Ooh, okay. So, in our time off, you know, I've seen quite a few movies. So I'm <laughs> just I'm I'm gonna keep this like brief. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna say my top movie that I saw over the time that we had off was a movie that actually came out recently and it was Godzilla minus one. Okay. Okay. It It is so, so good. If you have the chance to go see it, I would recommend it and go see it on the biggest screen possible because it is amazing. And I do know that that was a limited run, but uh, I think we were going to bring it up later on, but we can just bring it up right now. Uh, mm-hmm. It is going to be running until the 14th. They extended okay. it out. Okay, perfect. So it gives people the chance to be able to go watch it if they want to. So that's cool. Absolutely. Um, it's it, Okay, so the the action is amazing. For the budget that they had in this movie, the visuals, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe I believe it was like fifteen million dollars that it cost to make this movie, and it looks as good as you know a two hundred million dollar American made movie. Very nice. Um, yeah. Uh, also, it is all in subtitles, which if you don't like to read your movies, I can understand that. But I would say maybe try to give it a chance because it is amazing. And you don't have to read a whole lot since there is a lot more action. Um, and also, too, uh, a rare a rare thing in Godzilla movies, I actually cared about the human characters in this movie. Really? Yeah. Like, I usually can, 
like I'm more so waiting for Godzilla to come on screen. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was a good, healthy balance of, oh, I like the characters, but I, I also liked watching Godzilla on screen too. And he is a ferocious beast in this movie. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. How about you? Did you watch anything? Or have you watched anything? I've watched a few movies. I'm trying oh, I'm to so remember. Proud of you. I'm trying to remember exactly which ones I watched. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think that was after everything started up. Uh, Barbie. Okay. I did go see that one. Did not have Great a chance. Movie. Did not have a chance to watch Oppenheimer though. Okay. Um, I, jeez, oh, I don't even remember when everything was. Uh, Haunting in Venice. I did go see that. Okay. I enjoyed that one a lot. Okay. But then you know, I like those movies just in general. So. Right. Yeah. I heard that that one was actually pretty good. Yes. Yes. And uh, like I, being somebody who's never really read the books that they're based mm-hmm. off of, you know, I I had a good time. I enjoyed them. Um, mm-hmm. And then let's see here. I'm just trying to think. What else did I go see? Oh man, I know I saw more. I I know I did. I know I did. Uh oh. Uh, I finally watched uh, Spirited. Oh okay. That one was uh, it was pretty it was pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Okay. Excellent. And see here. That's right. I did. Uh, I did end up getting dragged to uh, Renaissance. Oh, Beyonce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How one, about Taylor Swift? I did not see that one. No. Okay. Uh, right. Although the Beyonce one honestly wasn't all that bad because it was, it wasn't like a just uh, concert movie. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it had parts of the concert in there, but then it also had. Uh, kind of like you know the behind the scenes and uh, oh, cool. just kind of like how they got to where they were with the concert and everything like that and how they mm-hmm. how they made everything to be the way that it should be and oh, you know cool. just basically okay. giving a kind of like a follow around Beyonce as she goes through and makes this tour. Okay, awesome. So I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Uh, the Marvel. It's Marvels. I saw the Marvels. Oh, uh, okay. What I did actually, you think of that? I enjoyed it. I did. I had okay, fun I with it. Um, okay. Um, did you see it? I thought it was just okay. Um, I, I thought, like, it, 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 it had its moments, but it just, it felt like it fell short to me. Like, it was, like, they rushed it for some reason. Like, it felt like an incomplete story to me. Okay. Like, um, like they sort of rushed it, and they just wanted to put something out there, and they didn't care about, you know, like the story or anything like that. Like they, yeah, basically rushed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can def- I can definitely see that. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, there, it it did have very weird pacing. Yeah. Um, you know, some parts felt a little too extended out, whereas other parts felt like they were just rushed through it. Um, right, right. But I know, uh, actually, <laughs> some of the people that I went to go see it with, uh, mm-hmm. it was, for them, it was top five Marvel. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, that was fun. Uh, I did go see uh, Wish as well. Oh, okay. How was that? Uh, I enjoyed it. The animation was still weird to me. Okay. Um, like it had a lot of nods to classic Disney 
and had mm-hmm. a lot of like the same kind of story beats as a classic Disney uh, movie. So okay, I did enjoy that part, but sometimes the the animation was just weird. Like it it wasn't enough to completely take me out of the movie, but at the same time it just gave me this weird you know unsettled feeling i guess is mm, kind okay. of the way to that i kind of think of it hmm. yeah that was the reason why i didn't really want to watch it the animation seemed weird to me like it would take me out of it like what mm. you were saying mm. and then some of the some of the songs too were uh how do i put it it was it was some of the songs were a little not like they felt like they were a little too far off of the tone of the movie kind of thing. Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have this, uh, kind of medieval ish kingdom and all of a sudden like this modern pop song kind of pops in is what it is, what it felt like. Okay. And I mean, it, it wasn't bad. Some of the songs were insanely catchy. Um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I just, Again, it, it it was just that that weird unsettled feeling that didn't wasn't enough to fully take me out of the movie, but at the same time was just kind of like a eh, I don't know kind of thing. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see here. When did Elemental release? That would have been in June. Is that so? That would have been pre pre us taking a break. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm just going through some of the. Uh, er, I believe we because I, I believe our last episode was right before like the week of Oppenheimer and Barbie. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm just trying to go back and see when the last stuff was. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Let's see here, did we actually go through this one? No, we did not because that is nothing. What about this one? This one we must have. Yep. Yep. So. The last one we did was Oppenheimer, Barbie, and they cloned Tyrone. <laughs> That's right. I, okay. I forgot about that one. I did too. <laughs> did you end up watching the Meg too? I did. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't like nothing spectacular, but if you wanted to turn off your brain and go watch Jason Statham tried to kill a shark for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then that's the movie for you. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's about uh, that's about what I watched. All right. I just went all the way back to June or to July. Sorry. Wow. wow. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I did we watch a uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Obviously. Nice. Well, yeah, you have to. Right. Right. <laughs> but I'm very mad at myself. Why is that? Because I was a little tired. Okay. And uh, I may have slept through uh, the Marley and Marley song. <gasps> How I dare know. you? I know. But I was tired. <laughs> if Michael Kite would be rolling over in his grave right now if he were dead. <laughs> he is retired from acting, though. <laughs> he did retire from acting. Michael Kine. He did, okay. Michael Kine. Yep. <laughs> Uh, sorry that uh, it's getting to be that time of night here perfect (laughs) Uh, 
hey, I still have to like actually work over on this side of things, okay? <laughs> I know, I, I get you. <laughs> hey, I figured this out. Did you know that there are six Home Alone movies? There are six Home Alone movies? Yes. Okay, well, let's try and figure this out, shall we? All right, so obviously the OG, and then Lost in New York, and then we have the Home Alone 3, mm-hmm. and then we have, um, let's see, there's the one with, uh, what's-his-face from Third Rock. That would be Home Alone 4 with French Stewart. Yep, yep. And then there's the one from Disney+. Plus. That is Home Sweet Home Alone, and that is number six. That's number six. What's mm-hmm. five? I can't think of five. All right, I give up. <laughs> Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Oh, okay. All right. With Malcolm McDowell. Okay. That's really weird. That's a, a weird combination, but all right, sure. I mean, I guess it, it was a, a uh, TV movie. Okay. And it's not even Kevin McAllister. It mm, is... Uh, okay. Wait. Yeah, because, I mean, Home Alone 3 wasn't Kevin McAllister either. Right. But then Home Alone 4, they went back to being Kevin McAllister. And then Home Alone 5, The Holiday Heist, uh, they turned it to Finn Baxter. Sets up booby traps to catch the ghost of his new home's former occupant, then discovers he must protect the house and his sister from three bumbling art thieves. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, and Malcolm McDowell was one of the bumbling art thieves, I believe. I think I saw part of this. I think I remember seeing ads for this. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, it, it it just triggered some memories that mm-hmm. I didn't know that I had. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is, what else is he in? Okay, cool. Nothing really. Uh, Ed Asner was in it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, they 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 spent all their money on Malcolm McDowell and Ed Asner. Apparently. I'm sure he, he he's only in it for like two seconds too. Probably. Are you kidding me? So, <laughs> sorry, I'm going down a Home Alone rabbit hole here. <laughs> um. It was directed by Peter Hewitt. Peter Hewitt. Yes. Okay. Uh, who you might recognize as the director of Zoom, which I believe was a Disney Channel movie, right? It was, yeah. Well, a Disney, I don't think Disney Channel, but a Disney movie. Okay. Uh, he also directed Garfield, the movie, in 2004. Uh, with, like, as in the one voiced by Bill Murray? Yes, that one right there. Okay. Okay. Uh, he also directed The Borrowers from 1997. Okay. And in 1991, he directed Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> oh, no <Wow>. way! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I just read another one and it just clicked in my head. From 1995, he directed Tom and Huck. Oh, I haven't heard of that movie in forever. <laughs> right? JTT. <laughs> Yeah, as Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Okay, I guess uh, I didn't know that this guy was such a big part of my childhood. Yeah, no kidding. Like, what? Bill and Ted's, Tom and Huck, The Borrowers, uh, Garfield, the movie, 
Like, mm-hmm. what? Well, at least I wasn't the tale of two kitties, so that's good. Right, right. <laughs> and he's won a BAFTA. Oh. For he... best short film. Oh, look at him. For the first thing that he directed back in 1989. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> back to the show. Uh... <laughs> okay uh so travis yes sir now that now that we have that out of our systems Mm -hmm. how about we get into some movie news let's do it fantastic all right first things first obviously it's the reason that we're back on the reason that we're here is that the actors the sag uh after a strike uh they've ratified a contract officially ending the the labor dispute well that's good yes so i mean Glad back to it the the um the sag strike was has been 118 days ow yes and so just over a month ago they they suspended the strike but then like i said we kind of had other things happened and then now we're here but yeah uh they have officially ratified it as of last week here okay so uh basically i i do know that there are a lot of people that uh are not as happy with this as like the the writer's contract that happened Mm -hmm. uh, a couple months ago okay uh especially with stuff having to do with ai Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know yeah, so for some actors, the language did not go far enough to allay their fears of being replaced by AI. The contract does not prohibit studios from chaining AI on actors' images to create synthetic performers who bear no resemblance to any real-life actor. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where this all goes. Um, but it was approved with a 78% voting in favor, with a turnout being 38%. So... 78% of the 38% uh, voted yes, mm-hmm. which is like saying 60% of the time it works every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting hmm. to see where all this is going to go. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully everybody's happy. I mean, it doesn't sound like everybody's happy, but at least... Mm-hmm a majority so well that's good a a majority of those that actually voted right 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 so so that's why we're back we are here Hmm. uh but uh let's let's get into some uh some of the other stuff that's been announced now sounds good like a live action legend of zelda wow i never thought i would hear that all right let's go uh and so uh, the only, I do have some reservations on this. Okay. Because of who is attached to it. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, sorry, I'm just kind of opening up some stuff here. So basically, um, the main producer of this mm-hmm. will be Avi Arad. Oh, uh, okay. Who, uh, has produced a few films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's produced stuff like X-Men, Iron Man, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider, like a lot of the Spider-Man movies, Venom, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But he's also very much one of those producers that looks to merchandising potential. Exactly. Yeah. 
and I believe, uh, let's see here. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, Spider-Man 3 or The Amazing Spider-Man 2 were very much considered bad because of uh, a story by committee rather than being a story by a writer kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of say that Aviarad is one of the main people that's kind of behind that whole uh, hubbub. Okay. And then, like I said, he's he was producer on... Uh, oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, he's been producer on, like, the the Venom movies, which the first one I enjoyed. second one was okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But then he's been producer on Morbius, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Elektra, Blade Trinity, the Nick Cage Ghost Rider movies. And okay. everybody's kind of like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, the first Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movie was better than two. Oh, very much but, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But that's besides the point. Yeah, I mean, like, basically, from what I from what I have read and what I remember and just kind of stuff that I'm seeing, Aviarod is basically the type of producer that wants to, instead of, like, telling a story, he wants to do the, the flashiest stuff that will make the most money for him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of doesn't seem like that would fit well with a Legend of Zelda right. sort of movie. I mean, like, there's always going to be, like, merchandise and stuff for Legend of Zelda because, I mean, it's Zelda, it's Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the director of it, it attached as of right now, is uh, Wes Ball. And Wes Ball, uh, I think some of his first movies that he directed, because he, he was a, um, uh, not a special effect, was he a special effects artist? I'm not a hundred. I know the name, but yeah. Well, he was he was like a visual. He was in like visual effects and stuff like that. Okay. His first like directorial feature film debut, mm-hmm. the Maze Runner, mm-hmm. and then the Maze Runner, the Scorched Trials, and Maze Runner, the Death Cure. Okay. Yeah, those were good. And more recently, Kingdom of the Rise of the Fall of the Planet of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, no, <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is the one that he directed. Okay. That will be coming out soon. Nice. Okay. So, with with him being a uh, visual effects artist and directing something like Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, and with what I've seen in the Maze Runner trilogy, uh, well, quadrilogy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, no, just trilogy. I don't know what. It, what don't 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 worry about me. I'm just going crazy <laughs> here. Um, like I I I like his directing style. I like how he does movies. Sure. Um, I, I hope that they have good writers. Who, do they say who? Derek Connolly. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So Derek Connolly in 2012 wrote Safety Not Guaranteed. Okay. Uh, he did the screenplay for Jurassic World. Okay. The screenplay for Monster Trucks. Ooh. The screenplay for Kong Skull Island. Okay. Uh, he wrote Fallen Kingdom. He did the screenplay for Detective Pikachu. Okay. He did the story for... He was part of the story team for The Rise of Skywalker. And then he did the story... Or was a part of the team, I guess, for Jurassic World Dominion. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting, indeed. So, well, we'll have to see how this one goes. Uh, It's... I'm I'm going back and forth on it. But 
if at some point in time we don't hear a, well, excuse me, princess, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> uh, see, when I think of Legend of Zelda, I, I'm thinking like it looking sort of like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like okay. that kind of like gritty sort of just that practical effects looking movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with like some CGI. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's just like, that's just my opinion. I've never really played that much Legend of Zelda, but that's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. No, I, I, I totally get you there. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I thought I read something. Give me one second here. Uh, okay, so Westball did kind of uh, have a an interview about the movie, okay. and he said that he wanted to make it feel like a real-life take on the work of legendary filmmaker uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, okay. So he wants to make it feel like a Miyazaki work. Mm. Well, speaking of, yeah, his movie is out, or his new animated movie is out right now. It is. The Boy in the Heron. Yep. It is. Uh, yes. And then, I mean, he did, he's done a lot of like the Studio Ghibli kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Like the, the major ones, uh, from, uh, Ponyo to Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, uh, My Neighbor Totoro, Castle in the Sky, uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I mean, he, okay. he, he's done like the Kiki's Delivery Service. He's done like the, the big, big ones that a lot of people know of the Studio Ghibli movies. I, I feel I feel so ashamed that I've not seen one. And he did uh, one Princess Mononoke as well. Okay, I I've heard they're just fantastic though. Yes. So uh, I will give you. Uh, so some of them uh, do have like a story to them. Some of them, okay. like My Neighbor Totoro, is just more of a feel good movie uh, because okay. that one was <laughs> that one was a double feature movie. Uh, for Studio Ghibli, and it really? was the it okay. was the second of a double feature. The first was Grave of the Fireflies. I I heard that that one is quite depressing. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me see if I can get just a a general synopsis. Uh, it tells the story of two siblings and war orphans, uh, Saita and Tetsuko and their desperate struggle to survive during the final months of the Second World War. Mm, okay. And this is in Japan. Okay. So, final months of the Second World War in Japan. Hmm. Set in the city of Kobe, Japan. In okay. June 1945. Uh, so, yeah. It very much was a, a very kind of depressing film. Mm-hmm. And so, Studio, Studio Ghibli basically made it a double feature with uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Gotcha. Okay. And so that one is uh, very much just a kind of lighthearted, no real like plot, I guess you could say, um, but just kind of like a like a feel good kind of movie. Gotcha. Okay. And it has a catchy little tune. <laughs> you can't go wrong with a catchy little tune. So, uh, Legend of Zelda, being produced by the same guy that did uh, Morbius and. Uh, <laughs> being written by the guy that did uh, Jurassic World Dominion and Rise of Skywalker, being directed by the guy that did the Maze Runner movies. Okay. 
Very interesting. Well, we'll have to see how this one goes. Yes, very much so. Uh, speaking of movies being announced, we have a, a, another a, a sequel that has been announced that will be coming in 2025. And that is a sequel to The Black Phone. Ooh, okay. So basically... Uh, we have the Black Phone sequel is set for June twenty seventh, twenty twenty five, is the which is the launch of a sinister new franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, as of right now, there isn't really anything out there for this one. There's no cast or plot information. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if they have like a director or anything for it. But they have uh, apparently. Uh, Blumhouse has a few movies mm-hmm. uh, that will ge- be getting a sequel in 2025. Okay. So we've got the the Black Phone 2, which is coming in summer of 2025. Megan 2.0 is coming in 2025. And okay. The Exorcist Deceiver, uh, Ooh, okay. which is the second movie after The Exorcist Believer, is also coming mm-hmm. in 2025. I really honestly didn't think they were going to do that sequel considering that Exorcist Believer didn't really do that well. Or I shouldn't say that it didn't do well, but the critics didn't like it that much. But, I mean, people went to go see it, though, so. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, they, they've got money. True. <laughs> because of very, Five Nights at Freddy's. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I also heard heard that they're talking a crossover of Megan with Chucky. <laughs> really? Which that should be interesting. I mean, possessed doll versus AI robot, you know, teaming up maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they would like necessarily be fighting, but teaming up, I could see it. Mm. So reportedly, Five Nights at Freddy's uh, was a twenty million dollar budgeted film. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, it has domestically grossed $137,169,000 and internationally grossed $151,435,000 for a worldwide total of $288 million on a $20 million budget. Wow. I think Blumhouse is doing okay and can make some flops if they need to. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah yeah uh wow. let's see here does it say how many theaters it's in so apparently five nights at freddy's is, is still in 265 theaters wow but it did make only twenty nine thousand dollars on sunday mm-hmm. <laughs> just twenty nine thousand dollars on sunday that's it wow is it still on peacock too uh i believe so it should be okay i guess i do have peacock i can go look but not that I really want to watch that movie again. I really didn't like it. But really? It's okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought that the the uh, the puppetry or the uh, animatronics were they looked amazing, but I guess I just couldn't get behind the story. Like I felt like the backstory of how everything came together was more interesting than what was going on present day. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Black Phone 2. We're going to be getting movies. Cool. Uh, another movie that we might be getting, maybe, hopefully, I really hope so because Warner Brothers is stupid, uh, is Coyote vs. Acme. 
this is this has been a whole saga. I don't know if anybody has been following along with this. Uh, Coyote versus Acme is the the movie that is kind of like uh, Roger Rabbit and, and also you know Looney Tunes back in action, where it's a hybrid uh, animated live action movie. Oh, uh, wasn't that the one with John Cena in it too? It like is. they were gonna have John Cena. Okay, it is where John Cena, I believe, is the lawyer for the Coyote. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Uh, Warner Brothers, in their infinite wisdom, decided to shelf this movie uh, for a $70 million tax write-off. At which point in time, everybody that worked on the movie, because it was completely done and ready to go, and even had gone through a couple like press screenings and stuff like that, or not press screenings, but like uh, test screenings and stuff, everybody who had seen it is like, why are you shelving it? This is going to make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And they would rather have the seventy million dollar tax write off because David Zaslav is stupid. Um, oh, I didn't say that. Who? What? No. Wow. Uh, no. And it, this this whole thing is just insane to me because basically the the higher ups at Warner Brothers or Warner Discovery Media Group, whatever that whole thing is now, um, have shown with both Batgirl and now Coyote versus Acme that, you know, they will gladly take years of people's hard work uh, and just kind of be like, eh, whatever, and toss it in the trash so that it can, can never be seen by anybody. So now, now there's a lot of people that are like, hey, we have stuff in development with Warner Brothers, but we aren't going to produce or aren't going to pursue this any further because they have shown that they don't care about the people that are making stuff for them they don't mm-hmm. they aren't in it for the movies they're in it for the quick money and it's it's very very frustrating but because of the backlash that they got from the coyote versus acme being shelved mm-hmm. uh they actually started shopping around the movie to different studios to release it which is very weird because it is a Looney Tunes movie. It's Coyote. It's the Coyote and it's Acme. Mm-hmm. It's a Looney Tunes movie, which would not be distributed by Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Uh, as of right now, uh, it does look like Paramount and uh, Netflix have made a bid for the movie. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, Paramount with a theatrical release in mind as well okay uh apple and amazon have also seen the movie Uh, Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like apple is going to pursue a bid uh but amazon is still trying to cut through their red tape and you know still kind of just mulling it over because they have a lot more overhead that they have to go with since they're you know Mm -hmm. such a big company right right uh but yeah basically they Warner Brothers wants to sell it for, you know, more than the $70 million that they would have gotten as the tax write-off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're being uh, jerks about it. Companies being greedy, I tell ya. Mm. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing, you know. This is this is basically coming from the top of Warner Brothers, which is, again, David Zaslav. I don't know yeah. if that's how you pronounce his name, but I really don't care. Um, <laughs> he He's the one that turned... Uh, the Learning Channel and Discovery and Animal Planet into 
these reality TV show kind of garbage channels, I guess you would say. At least that's what I would call them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before they, I mean, there were some reality shows on those channels, but they were very much in the spirit of the channels. So like, you know, mm-hmm. Animal Planet had the the Crocodile Hunter. Um, you know, Discovery had Mythbusters. Uh, mm-hmm. The Learning Channel had some other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, now it's not even called the Learning Channel. And, you know, they after he took over and kind of changed up everything, that's when they changed it to just be TLC. You know, and mm-hmm. it's sorry, more more random tangents. That's what the podcast is all about. I know, I know, but we gotta get going. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is this is very much something that I just. I am not happy about. Um, mm-hmm. I am very frustrated with uh, Warner Discovery Media Brothers Group conglomerate, whatever. I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they make they make the movie, they finish it, they get it all done, and then they're just like, nah, whatever. We're just gonna you know we're just gonna shelve it. Nobody can ever see it again. So, and it, actually, it's not just Batgirl and. Uh, Coyote versus Acme. Mm-hmm. There was also that canceled Scooby Doo movie. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, that was completely done, and then they just scrapped the entire thing. Mm-hmm. They scrappy dude it. I really wanted to see that Batgirl movie too. Yes, very much so. With Brendan Fraser. Oh mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people did, mm-hmm. and they just kind of said, "Nope, we just want money." So, yeah. Well, well, like sands in the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Speaking of sand, <laughs> I'm glad you got that segue. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm still picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Speaking of sand, uh, Dune Part Two uh, has apparently been moved up a couple of weeks from its original release date to uh, its new release date. So, so finally, Warner Brothers is doing something right. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> so as of right now, uh, it was scheduled to come out March fifteenth of twenty twenty four, but it will now Ooh. come out March first of twenty twenty four. Okay. Apparently, right. they are bewaring the Ides of March. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Classical literary joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, so uh, Dune Part 2 is moving up, uh, but also at the same time, there's been other shuffling around, which we'll we'll get to later with uh, stuff that's premiering this week. Sounds good. Yes, very much so. Uh, moving forward, we have some news about the Highlander reboot that has been in the works. Ooh, okay. Uh, apparently, we will be having a super star for this movie huh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> so basically uh chad stahelski uh is i guess in charge of this reboot for highlander and as of okay. right now henry cavill is also uh signed up with it i guess you would say he's aboard to star as the uh scottish schwarzman oh perfect okay and well, I mean, you know, he's not Superman anymore. He's not uh, Geralt of Rivera anymore. 
Sure. Know? So he's he's got time. Mm-hmm. There's no way that he'll be in any more Mission Impossible movies. Um, That's true. Can't uh, you know shotgun load his arms anymore in that movie. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> it was amazing. Like no. that, that was just a great fight in the bat in the with all three of them in the bathroom there. That it really fight was. Scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good. Uh, but I don't know if they will have a uh, a Scotsman playing a Spaniard with a very thick accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's when I grew up down in Spain. Yep. <laughs> I was almost I was about to say, oh my goodness, that's Sean Connery. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we'll have to see how this movie goes because you know. As they say, there can be only one. That's right. All right. So, uh, from movies moving forward to movies no longer moving, <laughs> we have <laughs> we have some movies that are uh, delayed. And oh, again, okay. this this had to has to do a little bit with the strike, and I believe a little bit to do with some backlash from some of the stuff that they'd been receiving. Uh, basically. It looks like the live-action Snow White movie mm-hmm. is actually being moved back an entire year from March 22nd, 2024 to March 21st, 2025. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And then the Pixar movie, Elio, which was scheduled to release March 1st, 2024, uh, is actually now pushed back to June 13th, 2025. Oh, wow. Okay. And then... Uh, just one more thing with uh, some of the uh, Disney and Searchlight and all those kind of uh, movies here. It looks like the the movie Magazine Dreams, which was starring Jonathan Majors, uh, okay. has been completely removed from the calendar, which was supposed to pre- premiere this month. And I'm guessing that has to do with his whole controversy with that whole controversy with him. Yes, very okay. much so. Is it that I mean that would be my my guess as well. Okay. Uh yeah, it uh it's it's very interesting to see like there there's some stuff going on with that. That's a whole other conversation. Uh but things are not looking good for uh Jonathan Majors. Most definitely. And also isn't like the actress who's playing Snow White isn't she like causing issues too? Uh I really haven't heard too much about her. Okay, because I thought I heard something like that she was like not really liking the movie. Uh, See, I've heard the opposite that like, she loved the mo- loved doing the movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I thought I heard that she like hated her character and she just thought that that her character was stupid and all this and that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember seeing anything about that i'm not seeing anything okay here well, like like just been speculation yeah yeah i i don't i don't know i don't know i it could have been out there i just doing a cursory search i don't see anything sure. uh but from what i'm seeing basically there was there was backlash when she was cast mm-hmm. because you know people were citing you know skin as white as snow line from the original grimm's brothers grim brothers description of the princess and right. they're saying that's why Rachel Ziegler shouldn't portray Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, but with some of the other stuff that Rachel Ziegler's been in, I think she's done pretty dang well, personally. She did pretty well in Hunger Games. Yeah, 
so she did like Hunger Games, the most recently Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yep. Uh, but she was also in the new West Side Story as Maria. Oh, that's right. Yep. And then she was in Shazam as mm. Athena. Shazam. Mm-hmm. I wanted that movie to be better. Well, the sequel, the first one mm-hmm. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's a whole thing with basically the DCEU being on its death spiral and mm-hmm. just things not not working very well for everybody. Well, they could always save it with Aquaman, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I know Blue Beetle is part of the new DCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Aquaman, and from what I've seen, people are already angry about the new Aquaman. Yeah, but that's another story for the time. Yeah, no, no, never. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so basically, the we got a couple delays there. Um, but we also have some more Disney stuff happening, like uh, the announcement of Hocus Pocus three. Okay. (laughs) You sound so excited, Travis. Oh, I hated the sequel so much. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so they're doing a third one. Yes. Right. Yep. So it looks like Bette Midler did say before that if there was a third one, of course I'd sign on, but I don't know how. I can't imagine what the story would be, but I love Winifred, Sarah, Mary, and our relationship. Um, it's good for women. We stick together through hell and high water, but we do cause mayhem, and not many women cause that much mayhem. Interesting. So yeah, apparently it is, uh, it is happening. It is greenlit, but I uh, don't know anything about it yet. I don't like that they said mayhem when they should have said amok. Amok, 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 amok. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. So right now, Disney is doing a traveling show for their 100th anniversary, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I did go to go see that. Ooh, okay. And I saw a book. Ooh. Yes. The actual prop handled by Bette Midler in the movie. Ah, so you met book. I All met right. book. It was very cool. Did its eyes move and everything? Or? No, it was just, you know, like the the stationary one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, but yeah, it was still pretty cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't have a segue. Sticking with Disney, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, basically, we have more scheduling shakeups that okay. people are attributing, or that everything is being attributed to, you know, the, the strikes that were happening with Everybody trying to get, you know, a more fair contract for everybody from, you know, the the lowliest of extras to, you know, the highest paid actors, whatever. Right. But it looks like we have a couple more, mm, a couple more movies moving. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. It looks like, uh, so Mar or the Deadpool 3 will be moving from May to July 26th of 2024. Okay. Uh, Captain America's new movie uh, will not be in the summer. It will be February 14th of 2025. Okay. And then uh, Blade, which was supposed to be February 14th of 2025, is going to be November 7th of 2025. November, okay. Hmm. And so then we got uh, Thunderbolts, which was supposed to be December 20th of 2024, is now July 25th of 2025. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then Mufasa, The Lion King, uh, uh, The Lion King sequel, is going to be going from July 5th 
uh, to December 20th of 2024. That'll be a big Christmas movie. Wow. Okay. And then uh, it looks like Sony actually did a uh, little bit of a shuffle as well. So the the sequel to Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, mm-hmm. is moving from July 14th to November 8th of 2024. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very. Well, we all knew that everything was going to get shaken up with the strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was I bound mean, to be... It didn't have to. It mm-hmm. really didn't. <coughs> mm-hmm. But the studio executives were being buttheads. So, there I of said course. it. Yeah, we're sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most PG way to say it, but yes. yes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And then, uh, I know we got all of that... I guess we got we got just a little bit more Marvel stuff. Just a little bit more. And then we'll be done for a little bit. Uh, uh, kind of sticking with Marvel, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton has departed uh, as director on Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Okay. But he's still staying on for directing uh, Wonder Man, Shang-Chi 2, and a couple others in the MCU. Mm-hmm, okay. So, again... I don't know what they're going to do with the Kang Dynasty, again, because of Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. and all of the stuff that's going on with him. I don't... This is this is going to be a very interesting time frame for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Very much so. Because they have basically put everything on Kang right now. Mm-hmm. And... And, and they can't really change things now. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a couple options. Sure. To either completely drop it like they did the uh the celestial coming out of earth in the the eternals mm-hmm. where nobody has brought up anything about it since <laughs> right or recast him and just don't say anything they either either pull an eternals or pull a hulk okay i think that's kind of the two directions that they that are they most likely have at least to what to to what makes sense. Yeah, to what makes sense for the Kang yeah. Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So, it, it'll be interesting to see, especially with how many things they have pointing towards the Kang Dynasty. Whereas you know, Eternals is kind of you know just the the one off movie, whatever. Right. But it, it it'll be interesting to see kind of where they go. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, yes, yes. So that being said, uh. We'll have to see what they do with all of that, and we'll have to see what uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton has to do or has for us with his movies. Sounds good. Guess we'll have to wait and see. Should be fun. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't know. It, it kind of seems like with this whole Kang Dynasty thing that their mission might be impossible. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't be quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. Very nice. Uh, so basically, uh, we have some more movie shuffling around. Like we said, this is this is a very, a lot, a lot of stuff happening. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot of stuff happening. Um, basically, it looks like Mission Impossible 8 uh, is, which is Dead Reckoning Part 2. I also heard that that won't be the title of it. Really? Yeah, I heard that they might be changing it. Wow. Yeah. 
to what I don't remember. I, I, I don't know if they announced a new name for it, but I, I thought I heard somewhere that Dead Reckoning won't be the name of the sequel. Interesting. Or the interesting. Next one. But I could be wrong though too. So take that with a grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> well, it does look like uh, Mission Impossible Eight, whatever it is called, uh, is is moving its release date from June twenty eighth of twenty twenty four to mm-hmm. May twenty third of twenty twenty five, which is Memorial Day. Ooh, okay. And so the studio will have access to IMAX screens, and Memorial Day is a special place as that's where Top Gun Maverick came out and made one point four nine billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh it looks like you know they'll they'll have a couple of weeks on imax uh as it'll be right at the beginning of summer it's M- memorial day so uh mm-hmm. they'll it's prime real estate for movies mm-hmm. that last mission impossible was so good i, so, I still so haven't good. seen it you need to watch it i know i get know. on it but it's the holiday season now i gotta watch holiday I, movies i know i know <laughs> So uh, we do have that, and then uh, we have that spinoff for A Quiet Place, which is A Quiet Place Day 1, mm-hmm. that is moving from March 8th, 2024, to June 28th, 2024. Mm, okay. So it's it's going to be moving away from Kung Fu Panda 2, or Kung Fu Panda 4, and Dune Part 2. Okay. And then it'll be moving into uh, Mission Impossible 8's old spot. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, it should be uh, should be fun here. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. These these uh, changes sound pretty pretty super. Well, they certainly have a legacy. Ha. Ah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, speaking of Superman legacy, uh, it looks like we actually have a couple more cast here now. Uh, we have the engineer, and we have our Lex Luthor. Uh, and we also have our Maxwell Lord. Okay. And it is not Pedro Pascal. Oh. So, okay. uh, the engineer uh, is going to be played by Maria Gabriela de Faria, which okay. I honestly don't know anything that she'd been in before. So. Oh, she was in like a Fox show called The Animal Control. Mm. So, yeah, I've never seen that. Okay. So, it looks like, yeah, very much, it looks like she had a lot of kind of. Uh, Spanish movies and or sure movies in in um possibly from I think it was, was reading South America or Latin America. Okay. Uh, but yeah, now she uh like you said she did the couple episodes on Animal Control okay. last year. Oh, and she was Aphrodite in the Duel. The Duel. I thought this was something else. Okay. Sorry, I, I thought this was the uh the Adam Driver Matt Damon. Oh, oh, that one, the, the the last duel. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I thought that that was that, but this is this is uh, something else. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but yeah, now upcoming Superman legacy right there, and then uh, Lex Luthor. I know we talked about this. Mm-hmm. This is something that we did talk about that we were like, okay, this would be a pretty good casting for Lex Luthor, and that is Nicholas Holt. I like that casting. I do too. I think I think Nicholas will do a fantastic Lex Luthor. Uh, I agree. We'll have to see if he goes uh, Eisenbergish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he will. But uh, between 
uh, Beast and Nux and uh, R in Warm Bodies. Let's see here. What else? What? I'm. I know I'm missing stuff. Ren. Uh, Renfield. Oh yeah, Renfield. Yep. He was also in the menu that was. Was that this year? Uh, I think was so. This year or was that last year? I don't remember. Uh, that was 2022. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Beast. Oh, and Tolkien. Uh, Tolkien. He oh was yeah. Yep. Tolkien. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been in quite a few things that I I have enjoyed him in. He's fun to watch. He Most is definitely. He is very fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, definitely some good casting there. And then Maxwell Lord, there are a lot of people upset about this casting, <laughs> uh, and that's because James Gunn has cast his brother Sean Gunn as Maxwell Lord. Okay. And I mean, a lot of people are basically saying, you know, this is just not good. He shouldn't have cast his brother as such a major character. And it's, I don't, I like Sean Gunn. I like Sean Gunn as an actor. Um, yeah. Honestly, I knew, I knew Sean Gunn before I knew James Gunn. Mm-hmm. But that's because, you know, my family watched uh, Gilmore Girls a lot when I was growing right, up. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, more recently, people know Sean Gunn as Craiglin in the Guardians movies, but he was also the, uh, performance capture for rocket oh uh, sure yep in like any movie that rocket is in that's mm. sean gunn um and then he was weasel in the suicide squad and calendar man yes. yep and uh yeah yeah it's a lot of a lot of good stuff he's good i like sean gunn mm. it'll be interesting to see him as maxwell lord because i don't know the character the only w- reason i know the character is because of pedro pascal well, yeah, because he was in Wonder Woman 1984. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have to see how this goes. But, yeah, a lot of people are very angry about this casting, unfortunately. Well, I mean, they're going to have to get over it because, obviously, they're not the ones making the movie. So. Mm. All right. All right. Well, uh, going back to Disney, I guess, <laughs> because apparently we can't get away. Uh, it's just been announced not too long ago here, actually, that Disney is going to have some movies returning, or actually, not even returning, but going to the theater. So, uh, Soul, Turning Red, and Luca are all going to be coming to theaters after they, they originally had, you know, streaming-only releases on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they will all be coming in 2024, uh, with soul being on january 12th uh, turning red will be on okay. february 9th and luca will be on march 22nd okay which i mean honestly i enjoyed all these movies i know we talked about it before uh talked about them before mm-hmm. uh i think soul for me was kind of the the one that i didn't get at first okay but like the more the more i think about it the more you know i th- I kind of watched some, not retrospectives, but just kind of like reviews or, you know, thoughts on just movies in general. Um, yeah, sure. You know, the more I kind of am like, you know what? I I really didn't give the movie uh, the chance that it really should have had. So, okay. I mean, I, I liked it good enough, but at the same time, it was just kind of at the, when I watched, it, I was just kind of meh about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then like, 
turning red that was like that was set in my childhood as well mm -hmm. like i think basically uh in the time frame of the movie i would have been about a year older than the main character oh wow okay yeah like super close um mm -hmm. and then i mean i know i know it's set in canada but i mean we're in minnesota yeah it's close. close enough it's close. you're right exactly <laughs> uh but yeah like that one that one i thought just was really funny i really enjoyed that one and then luca i mean that one got me that one just mm -hmm. kind of tore at my heartstrings and i really enjoyed that one uh and it had you know pasta eating so how how mad could i be about that no exactly <laughs> so now you'll be able to see them in the theaters that should be fun perfect okay we'll have to see how it all goes you know if you if you enjoyed those movies on disney plus you might want to go see them in the theater otherwise They'll get the, uh, you know, the, the higher ups will get the uh, idea that uh, we don't have to re-release them into the, the theaters. You know, nobody goes to see them in the theaters anyway. We'll just release them on Disney Plus and that's it. Well, now maybe, uh, well, I have Disney Plus. I could have watched these movies, mm -hmm. but I, because I haven't seen any of those yet. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So maybe okay. I'll get the chance to actually watch these now. Well, I, I could always watch them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, something to keep an eye out for. Cool. Okay. Uh, another thing to keep an eye out for is, uh, uh, let's see here. Wait, don't say his name three times, though. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. This is this is only this, the, you know, this is only Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. This is not okay. three times. God, no. Okay. Uh, so okay. Beetlejuice 2. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 has apparently finished filming uh according to tim burton okay it only had like a day and a half left of shooting mm -hmm. before the the strike put a halt to everything oh wow okay so it was very close already uh once the strike was lifted they got back to it and then they finished in very quickly that's awesome okay so i mean this is just gonna be like a it's a it's a it is a sequel to the 1988 you know movie mm -hmm. but uh we'll have to see how it very, all goes exactly i'm very intrigued to see how this one will go mm -hmm. absolutely uh let's see here but yeah this is the one with uh uh jenna ortega willem dafoe monica bellucci and justin thoreau yep. uh and returning are winona Ryder and Catherine o'hara and i'm sure michael keaton as well you are correct on that one yes how you doing <laughs> uh but let's see here let's see here it does look like michael keaton did say earlier like a while ago that burton was prioritizing practical effects on the beetlejuice 2 set oh, that makes me happy okay i am a sucker for practical effects so let's see here it it looks like michael keaton said uh beetlejuice is the most effing fun you can have working it's so fun and so great. And you know what it is? We're doing it exactly like we did the first movie. There's a woman in the great waiting room for the afterlife, literally with a fishing line. I want people to know this because I love it, tugging on the tail of a cat to make it move. <laughs> okay. I love that. That's so good. So we'll see how this one all goes. Should be interesting. Well, like what worries me is that I, I just don't want it all to be just like all CGI. I want it to at least sort of look like the old 1988 one. And mm. from the sounds of it, it sounds like it's going to be like that. So that's good. Yeah. 
you know what it, you know what it was What's that? they they started filming and they were like mm-hmm. you know what daylight coming we want to go home <laughs> she's the ghost with the most <laughs> yep very much so yep. yep all right so uh and i know we talked about this earlier but just kind of reminding you one more time uh godzilla minus one is extending its theatrical release to December 14th. So if you haven't seen it, go see it in theaters in the biggest screen. Is that correct, Travis? Yes, go see it in the biggest screen possible. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, well, speaking of the small screen, mm. uh, the last like a little story that we have here is about A24 movies. Mm, okay. It looks like A24 and Warner Brothers Discovery have inked a multi-year U.S. deal uh, where their films will be streamed exclusively on HBO, Max, and Cinemax after their theatrical runs. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, let's see here. So, you know, stuff like uh, Priscilla or uh, I believe, I don't know if this goes to like their their older stuff as well. Um mm-hmm. But we've got uh, stuff like, you know, Dick's the Musical, uh, The Zone of Interest, Stop Making Sense, uh, Love Lies Bleeding, and Civil War, the upcoming one from Alex Garland. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. And it looks like they have extended their licensing deal for A24's library of movies on HBO and Max. Oh, which Okay. Which includes, like, you know, uh, Uncut Gems, uh, The Whale, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. That is a huge win for for Max. Very much so. Very much so. Sorry, I keep They're I keep looking make... back at my at my books because I have those oh, no, uh, I have those like uh, uh, screenplay books for a couple well, of the A twenty four films. Mm-hmm. So I, I keep talking about them, keep lo- looking back at them, like, oh, I wonder what's going on over there. And then like... I know I'm staring at the one for Hereditary that you gave me right now. Jesus. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Travis, do you have anything else you want to say about any of our news items? Um, I can't think of any. I have no idea why I said it like that. I said news. (laughs) (laughs) To keep it interesting. Very much so, yes. Uh, But that means that we are going to be moving on to our trailers that have released in the last couple of weeks. Because I've been keeping track when I started to make sure that we were trying to get stuff ready for the the podcast. (laughs) All right. The first one that we have is Rise of the Fall of the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. No, the uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a running joke I have with uh, somebody I work with just cuz of, you know, all of the different names of the movies and it's just like, okay, let's just keep adding on a new one, adding on a new one. Let's keep going. Yep. <laughs> until until the title is a mile long. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Travis Yes, sir. What do you think of this trailer? You know, I think this looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. You know, is this connected to the previous ones, like the ones uh, uh, like Rise and War and? Uh, it is, oh, but it up? is set in the future of those movies. Okay. All right. So obviously, Caesar's dead. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me double check one thing. Okay. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it just says many years after Caesar, after the reign of Caesar, a young okay. ape goes on a journey that will lead him to question everything he's been taught about the past and make choices that will define a future for apes and humans alike. 
So this almost kind of looks like a remake of the original the, because it, because of the humans because the the whole like there's right. the there's that human girl mm-hmm. and I mean, uh, it's it seems like uh, the main ape is taking care of her and making sure that 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 she's safe. It almost feels like it's still a prequel to that. Yeah. Just just because, you know, there's still a lot of like uh human technology and buildings around. Sure. Okay. I mean like they're they're getting covered, they're getting, you know, deteriorating and everything like that, but mm-hmm. there's still very much, you know, kind of evidence of humans. Sure. Yeah, they're not quite wearing human clothes yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I feel like it is almost a prequel to that. Okay. But we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long that title will be once they get to that point. <laughs> Rise of the War of the Kingdom of the Planet of the... <laughs> yep. <laughs> get this. Rise of the War of the Kingdom of the... You blew it up! Of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yep. Oh... That is okay. Sorry, ridiculous, but okay. <laughs> Let's go on to our next trailer. Sounds good. Which is Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Uh, this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, you're not too thrilled on this one. I'm not. I'm not sold yet. Okay. All right. I mean, like, I love Ghostbusters. I really liked the last movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to. I'll, I, I might have to see another trailer. Okay, all right. I might have to see another trailer, see how that goes. All right. Because, uh, like, I guess what really threw, not really threw me off, but it, I guess what made me laugh the most in the trailer was, like, Ray Stans being, like, the death blow or the the death wind or whatever they he calls it. I was like, that's, it's going to be so meme. That movie's going to be a meme. <laughs> I can already see it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The death chill, the death chill. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, everybody seems to be back. They do have some new faces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard that maybe, I think one of the people might be Oscar from Ghostbusters two. So that would be, uh, uh, Bill Murray and, uh, well, uh, Bankman and Dana Barrett's son. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Oh, oh, no. Sorry, I just uh, am looking on IMDb, mm-hmm. and I see somebody on here. I don't know how much of a spoiler it is, but uh, I mean, it looks like uh, it is a man who has no dick. <laughs> He's back. Yes. It looks like Walter Peck is back. William Atherton. At least that's that's what it says on IMDb. I don't know how true this is. I don't know how true this I is. Even, I didn't even know he was still alive. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's still going. Uh, he's still a damn. I bet you he's still a d bag too. <laughs> Probably. God, I hated him. I hated him as a kid so much. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How dare you shut down the Ghostbusters? <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else has he been in? 
I mean, he was in Die Hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, recently, he was in, uh, let's see here, Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. Really? Okay. I mean, he's been in other stuff, too, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, episodes. And, uh, I mean, he does he does the voice for Walter Peck a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. I mean, that voice is so recognizable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what do you do with these ghosts? Uh, he was in The Last Samurai in 2003. Oh, uh, with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Winchester Rep. Okay. Uh, The Crow Salvation, Burning Down the House. Um, Nash Bridges for an episode. <laughs> Saints and Sinners, Pelican Brief. Okay. Uh, Oscar, Die Hard 2 in 1990. Die Hard in 1988. Yep. A Real Genius. Yeah, he was in Real Genius right after Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, nothing too recent. <laughs> okay. That like was really making a lot of waves. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, like, his most popular stuff was obviously, you know, Ghostbusters Die Hard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Just loves playing the bad guy, apparently. Exactly. Uh, so, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. I feel like I need another trailer. Oh, I'm sold on it, but uh, obviously you need another trailer, so hopefully hopefully the next one just really blows you out, out of the park. Water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> That works. That works. I'm good with that. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> you know which uh, trailer uh, did not hit it out of the park or blow that? it out of the water? That is the trailer for Madam Web. Yeah, no, it did not. <laughs> so they released a trailer for Madam Web, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's coming from Sony. It's supposed to be within the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like they just showed the entire movie. Yeah, basically... Should have just slapped on credits at at the end of the trailer at that point. Right, right. <laughs> so I I don't know. I wasn't like I guess I, I wasn't like looking forward to this because I really didn't know the the property at all. Mm-mm, right. But now it's just kind of like, uh, do I need to go see it? Yeah, I'm getting like major Morbius. Like I I I wanted to somewhat see Morbius, but then I I saw it and I. I thought it was just okay, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know if I even want to watch this one for free. Right? Yeah, I think I think I watched Morbius on an airplane. <laughs> okay. And I think if anything, if I get real bored, I might watch this on an airplane or something like that. If I ever am there. There you go. So we'll have to see how it all goes. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah. So uh, going to our next uh, next trailer. I really don't know how to feel about this trailer. Get it? Because it's for Inside Out 2. I'm just ridden with anxiety about this. Yes. So we will be getting uh, a few more of the uh, emotions coming in. Mm -hmm. Which to me is very weird. Mm -hmm. Because uh, in the first one, you know, they, they showed inside the head of the parents. And they were the mm-hmm. same five emotions, but not any of the other emotions that are now seeming to pop in. Right. I don't know. Because, like, I, I really liked the first one. The first one was fantastic. Oh, it was, right. I just don't know how much we need this sequel. I mean, 
I I totally hear you. Um, I, I obviously they made this movie to make money. Mm-hmm. Since they knew that the first one did so well, that they knew like right off the bat that the sequel would do fantastic. Um, I just hope that they have a good explanation of why these new emotions are showing up with, like you said, when they showed inside the parents' head, we mm-hmm. didn't see any of the other emotions. We saw the, the, the five, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. didn't see the others. So right. there has to be a reason. Maybe they're just hiding. Who knows? Who, who, I guess we'll find out. Right. But right. Um, hopefully this will be good. I mean, it, it's got potential. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, it's coming from Pixar mm-hmm. and we only had a very short teaser trailer for it. So exactly. we, we got to see what, uh, what happened when, uh, the, the puberty alarm went off. Yep. <laughs> I almost thought that Lewis Black wasn't back as anger. Yeah. Because when he, he first talked, it was like over the music. And I was like, is Lewis Black not back as anger? Mm-hmm. And then. And then you could hear him talk. It's like, okay, good. Whew. Yep. Yep. Everybody, everybody is back. Good. Or no, uh, this is, it's a different disgust. It is a different disgust. Okay. Yes. Because before it was, uh, what's her name? Why can I not think of her name? She was in the office. Yeah. Uh, her name was Phyllis in the office. No, no. Uh, she's sadness. Oh, okay. Uh, inside out the original. Wait a second. And they don't got Bill Hader either. Oh. Mindy Kaling oh, was okay. discussed. And then mm-hmm. Bill Hader was Fear. Uh, although this time for Fear, they have Tony Hale. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forky. <laughs> Buster. Yup. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they, they do have a few new voices, it looks like. Okay. And obviously we won't have uh, Richard Kind. <laughs> oh, bing bong. Uh, but yeah, so discussed this time is uh, Liza Lapira. I don't know if I said her name okay. right. I do apologize. That's on me. I'm sure. I'm sure she's listening. Yeah, right. Uh, she was Trin in Fast and Furious in 2009. Oh, okay. Oh, she's Melody in the Equalizer TV series. Okay. Uh, let me see if there's that. anything else that we might know her by. I'm I'm talking about us specifically. Uh right. no. Yeah, no. Basically as far as I can tell it's just those ones cuz otherwise it's just a lot of, you know, like single episode or not really like big big movies. Mhm. So, okay. Yes. We'll see how it all goes. Uh but yeah, so Inside Out 2 got a new trailer for that. I wonder if uh they'll make these new emotions be the fall guys for something bad happening. Yeah. Nice segue. Ah, thank you. Our next trailer is The Fall Guy. (laughs) And then, uh, I mean, this one looks pretty good. So I'm, I'm, I'm really confused about this movie. So is they are like actor director, right? Or like stunt guy director. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, obviously Ryan Gosling is this is 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 the stunt guy, and uh, Emily Blunt is is the director. Yeah. So and so, was everything going on a part of the movie, or is that real life, or what? Is this real life? Right. Um. Uh, 
No, so basically, it looks like uh, Ryan Gosling is a stuntman who left the business a year earlier to focus on both his physical and mental health. He's drafted back okay. into service when the star of a mega-budget studio movie, which is being directed by his ex, goes missing. Okay. And then, yeah, so basically, uh, I think then they have to like try to go find the star of the movie, but okay. it involves a lot of like stunt stuff. I gotcha, okay. Yeah. I mean, this one looks decent enough. I'd watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. Uh, yeah. And then it has uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephanie Sue is in it. Winston Duke is in it. Uh, Teresa Palmer. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it looks pretty good. Honestly, it looks pretty good. It does. And it's directed by David Leach. Even better. Who is the other half of the original John Wick uh, duo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And then he also directed Deadpool 2 and Hobbs and Shaw. Ah, okay. And Atomic Blonde, but we don't talk about that one. Uh, hey, that one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And he did. He directed Bullet Train 2 as well. Yeah, directed Bullet Train 2 as well. <laughs> okay. Oh, it sounds like somebody's got the case of the Mondays. Sounds like somebody's got the case of the Mondays. I hate Mondays. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Fall Guy. Looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Which leads us to, like you said, Hating Mondays. I just got that. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, maybe I do have a case of the Mondays. It's all right. No worries. I was wondering how long it was going to take you to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look ahead. That's on me. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, you know, I, I put it together, but I didn't look ahead. So... <laughs> uh yeah yeah i hate mondays but i love lasagna lasagna we have a trailer for the garfield movie why did it have to be chris pratt i don't know uh i will say i feel like his voice fits garfield better than it does mario i will say yeah but he's definitely no uh bobby pattinson no I mean, that voice is iconic for Garfield. Well, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about uh, Robert Pattinson when he did the uh, oh, the Boy oh, and the Heron. Right. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Because you would have no idea that that was Robert Pattinson in the Boy and the Heron. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, why can I not think of his name? Uh, Lorenzo Music. Oh, okay. He is the voice of Garfield in Garfield and Friends. <laughs> and then he would always say like some 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 quip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then <laughs> uh yeah so uh lorenzo music he did pass away in 2001 so it'd be kind of hard to get him to do the the voice sad day uh frank welker that's the, that's the name i'm thinking of he took over for the voice of garfield okay uh but he is a very um well-known mm-hmm. voice actor as uh, the voice of Fred Jones and Scooby-Doo in a lot of the Scooby-Doo stuff. Mm-hmm. He's also the voice of Nibbler in Futurama. Nibbler. 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 Uh, and he's also the voice of Curious George. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize he had a voice. Well, his little... Oh, I Okay. Is that really a voice, though? Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody's got to do it. I, I guess good point (laughs) 
Uh, but yes, so Frank Welker, I don't know why they didn't have him just do the voice of Garfield and friends. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it it looks decent enough, I guess. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would actually want to go watch this movie. So I like I understand that obviously they have Garfield, they have Odie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to see Normal right. in one of these movies. One, 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 like, one time, I want to see Normal. Because I know Garfield hates Normal. Garfield <laughs> does hate Normal. So much. And we learned that from Garfield and Friends. <laughs> Garfield and Friends. Uh, let's see here. I mean, we are going to get Samuel L. Jackson as Chris Pratt's father. We are. <laughs> That uh, okay, yeah, and then Nicholas Holt again. Nicholas Holt uh, is the voice of John, mm-hmm. and then Harvey Guyen is going to be the voice of Odie. Okay, uh, he is most recently known for what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, no, it. Uh, I mean, they've got they've got some people in here, uh, like Bowen Yang and. Uh, Brett Goldstein, Cicely Strong, uh, Ving Rhames is going to be mm-hmm. in it. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we don't really have any other character names. It's just saying that they're in it and they will be have a voice in it. So okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see how uh, if Normal is in it and how mean Garfield is to Normal. Well, hopefully the movie will be fetch. Travis, quit trying to make fetch yeah. happen. It won't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I have I have like ESPN or something. <laughs> that is my favorite line from the movie. It's like I have ESPN or something. ESPN or something. That's so good. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So the next trailer that we have is for Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed: they don't really advertise the fact that it's a musical. Yeah. No, they do not. I mean, you can tell. If you act, if you like watch it and like look at what's happening and kind of listen to what's happening, you can tell that mm-hmm. it's a musical because there's definitely dance numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, they don't like have any of the songs in it, which is very weird because it's based off of a Broadway musical, which is based off of a right. movie. Right. So I don't know. Well, maybe they want people to be surprised, mm-hmm. but you know, people are not going to be happy if they are going into it thinking, Oh, this is going to be like the original. Right. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be pissed. Exactly. Although oh, casting is called. Yeah. The casting for this movie. Yeah. Uh, is like crazy. So like, uh, Katie is played by Andrew Rice. Mm-hmm. Who looks like a, a, <laughs> It looks like it would. She would be the daughter of Jenna Fisher, who plays her mom. Yeah, she does. And then Very Renee Rapp, so. Renee Rapp, who plays Regina George, mm-hmm. looks exactly like the daughter. Like she would be the daughter of Busy Phillips, who plays Mrs. George. Yep. And like, I mean, it's just really, really good. I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of John want... Hamm in there. Yep. <laughs> John Hamm, Tina Fey is back. Uh, Tim yep. Meadows is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali Ali Cavallo is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was Moana. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, that's about all the names that I recognize. <laughs> so, 
Uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. But it is a musical, just as a heads up if you want to go watch it. I am eagerly awaiting this for January. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. Which I never thought. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like you said, some people will be mad about this. Even, you know, some people named Max. Could be a saga. <laughs> I don't know. It might even be Furiosa. Uh... <laughs> God, you stretched that, but it was so good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, our next trailer that we have is the trailer for Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Mm-hmm. This is the one with Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth. Holy cow, I am ready for this one. This looks so good. <laughs> I am so ready for this. This is coming from George Miller again, uh, which, obviously. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, Chris Hemsworth plays the is playing the baddie. Like, mm-hmm. come on, let him just yeah. like, just eat up the scenery, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did, we did see the, uh, at least two of the three places that we saw in Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Because we saw Immortan Joe. Mm-hmm. And we also saw, uh, I believe we saw the Bullet Collector. Oh, oh sure. Yep. Because of Chris Hemsworth hanging off and all the bullet casings kind of going down. Mm-hmm. So I think they were there. Uh, I don't know about the... I forget what his name is. The guy that is in charge of all the guzzling. Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to have to Google it because I don't remember anymore. Right. The people eater. Because mm. it, was, it was... Sorry, it was the bullet farmer and then the people eater. Yeah, because he was the guy like keeping track of everything. We are down 30,000 units of guzzling. 19 canisters of nitro, 12 assault bikes, 7 pursuit vehicles. That deficit mounts, and now, sir, you have us stuck in a quagmire. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got all of that. But yeah, Furiosa. This one looks really good. Um, it's in the same style as Mad Max, but almost more stylized, I guess, feels like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it still has that, that, that flair. That, Taylor oh, orange, Jordan Taylor now. orange. Yep. It, but like it's still like it's still its own movie though mm-hmm. too which very much so. i like very much yeah. so um and yeah now we're gonna get a uh backstory on furiosa which and how she became awesome. i can't wait yeah and how she became an imperator for immortan joe fantastic i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that again because it's been a while since i've seen fury road it's on max yay well i own it too but <laughs> well yeah, yeah. same, same. <laughs> uh but yeah that brings us to our last trailer uh which is godzilla x kong i don't know how you would say that uh the new empire (sighs) okay i want to hear your thoughts well okay after watching godzilla minus one i don't know if i can ever like the american godzilla anymore i really i used to really like these movies Mm -hmm. just because like they were just like so much fun to watch at least in my opinion right, right i liked all all of the action i liked how it looked i mean the story might not have been that great and i didn't like the human characters all that much but Except at least brian like, cranston oh, well he was the best part of the first <laughs> one but then they kill him off within like the first hour right or it was like within the first 20 minutes or something like that it was something like that yeah but um Oh, this spoilers. one, right, right, for a movie that came out, what, 2012, 14? 2013, 14, thank you. Um, I think this one looks okay. Um, 
I like Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I I figured that they would have been done after that, and they would have just had their own, you know, standalone movies again, and not mm, been a mm-hmm. team up. But now they're doing another team up movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but I feel like this this one is taking what came before it with uh, you know Godzilla and Skull mm-hmm. Island and all of that, and also taking kind of the cheesy campy Godzilla movies of like the seventies. Yeah. And updating them to modern times. I can agree with that. Sure. Cause like, I mean, you know, once, once we had uh Gojira, no, not Gojira. It was a Gojira. Gojira. The three headed um, one. Oh, uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you. Ghidorah. Uh, yeah. and then we had the Mecha Godzilla and everything. And, like it's, it, it feels like it's you know taking that like I said that campy seventies Godzilla and just updating it to be mm-hmm. a more campy you know Godzilla King Kong whatever uh, mm-hmm. combination thing and I'm 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 down for it honestly yeah like I I I, I for me I feel like I would kind of keep them in two separate containers like you know there's there's the you know toho godzilla and there's the american godzilla right and i mean yeah they're the same quote-unquote character but they're like different they're different multiverses they are like in like the toho version he's more of a bad guy Mm. he was never like he was more so the villain of the story and Mm. then in the american version he's sort of the savior the anti-hero right right the yeah yeah no i i wouldn't i guess i wouldn't necessarily say the savior just the uh wants to be top dog yeah yeah or yeah yeah just wants to be top dog and you know these people these other things are encroaching on his territory but he doesn't see the humans as any anything significant right exactly they are ants to him basically yeah and instead of a magnifying glass he has atomic breath Yep. Or in the 1998 Godzilla she. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Don't let me. I, I forgot about that one. It was a she. <laughs> yep. And she laid her eggs in Madison Square Garden. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Spoiler. You need to blow up Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that is 25 years old this year. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Uh, it looks like they are going to be battling instead of a godzilla foe they are battling a king kong foe yeah uh his name's scar i believe yes scar kong or yeah. whatever yeah something like that yeah and then also it looks like godzilla gets an upgrade a little bit yeah he's pink he is but or king kong, his like atomic breath is pink yeah and, well, yeah his power up is pink too and his eyes are pink and yeah, yeah. and then kong gets the uh alien you know aliens mechanic or mecha arm i don't remember did he lose his arm in godzilla versus nope, kong he did so not. i wonder what i i wonder if something happens in this movie to where he loses his arm I mean, obviously he must is because it, he gets that robot arm is it a lost arm or is it a one second here it almost looks like a glove kind of thing or like oh, that a, could be too. like a gauntlet like a yeah like the infinity gauntlet kind of thing oh sure but that, yeah, so that's why I was saying, like, like yeah. aliens mecha arm. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I see that. 
but yeah, I think that's uh, it should be interesting to see where this one goes to. Most definitely. All right. Well, I do believe that uh, that is the end of our trailers. Travis. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say about the trailers today? Um, I can't think of anything, but if you guys have stuck around this long, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> yes, very much so. Oh, oh no. Oh, I just looked at the time. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, if you're still listening, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you visit us at Facebook or Facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dash, slash, anything like that. And movies are a thing. Uh, come on by and say hi. <laughs> I still got it. You still got it. Yep. And I'm I will always call it Twitter. It will always be Twitter to me. Twitter. Twitter. What is it now? X, right? Eh, Twitter. Or kind of. Or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh but yeah, that does lead us to the movies that we have this week. <clears throat> First one that we have is Wonka. This one is rated PG and will be in theaters. Uh, Wonka tells the wondrous story of how the world's greatest inventor, magician, and chocolate maker became the beloved Willy Wonka that we know today. Now, IMDb has this one at a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 83% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 68. Hmm. <laughs> See, this is another one that is a musical mm-hmm. that they hid in the oh, trailers. Is it, now? it is. Is it? Okay. It is very I mean, much a I musical. Could almost as, I, I could almost assume so because, I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was. But yeah, like, they, they hide it in the trailers, but if you look, you can kind of see where, like, the musical numbers are. So, like, when they're flying mm-hmm. around and, like, they kind of go down the flagpole and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, that yeah. I can see that as a musical number and... You know, they have the, that whole dance sequence when he's standing in front of the shop. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the officer taps on the sign, you know, no daydreaming. Right. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. I remember when this trailer first came out, I had a big problem with the Oompa Loompa. Mm-hmm. And um, more, the more I've watched of this, the more I want to see this. It's too so late. I've already I, started dancing. Yep. I, I was not on board at first, but now I've hopped on. I, I've hopped on the train. You've hopped on the uh, Wonka train. Yep, I have. So I definitely want to see this. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the Wonka train would be uh, just about as uh, creepy as the Wonka boat. <laughs> I mean, if it has everything like it did in the movie, sure it would be. There's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are which going. We are going. I'm surprised that made it in in there. Right. That was that is like such a scary scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, nightmares as a child. Nightmares. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, uh, Wonka looks decent, but it is a musical. Just as a uh, heads up for you, in case you uh, okay. are not the musical type. Sounds good. All right. Our next movie that we have for this week is The Family Plan. This one is rated PG-13 and will be on Apple TV+. Dan Morgan loves his quiet suburban suburban life as a devoted husband, father of three, and successful car salesman. But that's only half the story. Decades earlier, he was an elite government assassin tasked with eliminating the world's deadliest threats. When enemies from his past track him down, Dan packs his unsuspecting wife, angsty teen daughter, pro-gamer team son and adorable 10-month baby into their minivan and takes off on an impromptu cross-country road trip to Las Vegas. 
Determined to protect his family while treating them to the vacation of a lifetime, Dan must put his long dormant skills into action without revealing his true identity. Uh, IMDb does not have a score for this one. Uh, and Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic also do not have scores for this one. So this is uh, Marky Mark playing Suburban yep. Dad slash Elite Assassin. As he always does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want to see this, but I wish it wasn't on Apple TV+. Plus. Right? Mm, I don't know, man. <sighs> but I feel like there's other stuff I could watch before this. So You could watch Spirited. There you go, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, 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 mm, sorry, I'm just kind of trying to figure out, like, uh, I don't know who this is made for. Okay. Because it's, it's PG-13. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, going for kids for the little action whatever and, you know, family road trip, woo. And it seems a little more, like family oriented than say like ah uh, i was just thinking of one what was it i don't know um but then you know it seems like more family like, like more of a family thing than teenagers would want to go watch i guess mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever see it, it kind of reminds me of uh not like obviously not plot wise but just um Sort of, I guess, sort of how the comedy would go, but um, what's the one? Uh, uh, uh the one with Marky Mark and Will Ferrell. Um, oh, a uh, nice guy. No, uh, d- no, Daddy's Home. Oh, like, cause like those yep. movies, you wouldn't expect to be family friendly, but they are. Like a right. lot of kids, a lot of families went to go see those. Right, right. So it's like. The weird, the, the weirdest movies always attract families for some reason. Right. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to our next movie, which is Chicken Run: Dawn of the Nugget. This one is rated PG and will be on Netflix. Having escaped the farm, Ginger and Rocky welcome a new little adventurer into their lives. Back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a terrible new threat. Uh, IMDb has this one at a 7.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 79%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 62. You'll have to watch this one, because I never even saw the first one. Neither did I. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah. Wow, okay. Alright. I don't know. It, It never really, like made me want to go watch it i guess okay uh but this one they basically have recast everybody i believe for the most part sure Mm -hmm. like instead of oh who was hold on yeah instead of mel gibson it's zachary levi gotcha okay so and those are two two different sides of the spectrum very much so and then we'll see here tandy newton is ginger okay run and Julia uh, Sawala was Ginger in the first one. Okay. Yeah. I guess I don't really know Julia, but I know Tandy Newton. Yeah, I know Tandy Newton. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It, if somebody watches it, please let us know. Facebook.com slash movies are thing or on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, slash anything like that. At movies are thing. Let us know. We never watched the original one. We'll probably not watch this one. Well, I know somebody at work who is a big fan of the original Chicken Run and is really excited to watch this. So once I hear a review from him, I'll let you know. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. 
All right, and that leads us to our last movie of the day, which is Finest Kind. This one is rated R and will be on Paramount+. Plus. Finest Kind tells the story of two brothers raised in different worlds who are reunited as adults over a fateful summer. Set against the backdrop of commercial fishing, the story takes on primal stakes when desperate circumstances force the brothers to strike a deal with a violent Boston crime gang. Along the way, a young woman finds herself caught previous perilously in the middle sacrifices must be made and the bonds between the brothers friends lovers and a father and his sons are put to the ultimate test uh with this one imdb is sitting at a 6.4 out of 10 rotten tomatoes is sitting at a 29 percent, and metacritic is sitting at a 45 which is very very unfortunate yeah no kidding especially with the cast uh, i love ben foster ben foster uh jenna ortega and yeah. Tommy Lee Jones as the dad. It's a solid cast. It is. Um, I wish it wasn't on Paramount Plus, but right. oh well. What can you do? Right. So, I mean, you know, it's 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 New England fishing, um, mm-hmm. and then drama after that. Right. So, I don't know. We'll have to see how it all goes. Exactamundo. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Travis. Yes. I haven't done this in a while. Do you have any uh, any order that you want to watch this these in? Um, well, Wonka will for sure be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other ones, I just really have no other interest. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so Wonka for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm still kind of iffy on Wonka. I don't know. Okay, we'll have to see. I mean, like, I like the trailer, but I don't know. That really surprises me for how much you loved that trailer when we first watched it. Right, right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it all goes. But uh, yeah, with that being said, that is... Oh, excuse me. That is the last of the movies premiering this week. Mm-hmm. So make sure you visit us at Facebook. or facebook.com slash movies are thing. Our thing, no spaces, dash, slash, anything like that. At movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram. At movies are thing, no spaces, dash, slash, anything like that. At movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies. I think if you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. I kind of messed that one up a little bit. That's on me. You you still got it. Uh, but other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. And do you have anything else that you want to say? Uh, I can't think of anything. So I, uh, yeah, I've got nothing. All right. Well, I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Oh man, I am just horrible at this. Hold on, let me let me double check one thing quick. Oh, okay. Uh, magic of editing. Haha. Haha. Uh, oh, excuse me. More movie burps. Excuse me again. Uh, yeah. Let me. Man, that was a while ago. I don't know. Okay. There it goes. Uh no, I didn't see any of those. Didn't see any of those. Other things happen. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but then.
No, I want to see those ones. Go away, go away. I. Uh. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, no dying. I'm not trying to. Oh. Oh. There we go. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so, uh, we should probably pick this up a little bit here. Okay. Because we're two stories in and it's already been like an hour. Um, <laughs> but yes. So, yeah. uh, let's see here. Do we have... Uh, no, I don't want that. I want... Opening release date. Uh, what's the word for, like, the cost of a movie? Uh, like, budget? Yes, thank you. I don't know why I could not think of that. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's Movie 2023 Stream on Peacock Yes, it is available on the Peacock Okay I don't know why I turned into this accent <laughs> I just want the character of Garfield 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 Evans <laughs> Quiet Ah, uh, let's see here, Morton Joe Splendid and hard. Fragile people eater. Uh, let's see here. I lost where my other stuff was. Oh no. Was it here? No. Was it here? No. Was it here? Yes. No. Was it here? Was it here? No. Shoot. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. Thank you. Uh. How long was that? <laughs> We've been recording for 158 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at yep. us. Yep, 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 yep. Got marks right there. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to see how this all goes with this new marking thing. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But okay. I'm, uh, right, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. bed. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.